Oh, everything's gone pixely. Yeah, it's kind of a bit weird, all right. Uh, now it seems to be back. Is it back? Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Right. Uh, welcome to Play Links, the Antifa Super Soldier Podcast. And we're not just left, we're left, left. Links, links! Yeah, um, <laughs> um, yeah, I am um, Kev as usual, and joined by my good friend Seb. We're in, in Berlin. In Berlin, and I'm Kevin. Oh, I'm in Dublin now. Yeah. Um, welcome to Season 3. Season 3! Yay! Yes, yeah. Um, Oh, Taylor, uh, you may have noticed we haven't been on air, or we haven't been making podcasts for a while. Um, that's because uh, I had something fucked up happened to me, and we'll be going into any more details. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we've been, oh, uh, which was that uh, I was kidnapped by the CIA, and I was reprogrammed. Um, that's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, Soros wasn't pleased with some of our episodes. I think uh, yeah. I think we kept mentioning his name too much, so now I'm going to get kidnapped uh, yeah. and tortured by the CIA for... Some of their friends in the title exactly. band. Yeah, and then and, and but then I got my my double vaccine and the microchip provided by uh, Bill Gates interfered with the reprogramming, so I know I'm back to normal. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, always yeah. I always forget. Like yeah, obviously, rich men are the cause of, but also the solution to <laughs> all of capitalism's problems. So exactly. I can't wait for the Bezos. Uh, What's his name? Bezos Musk Smackdown, because you know yeah. that's coming and it's going to be epic. It's going to be just slaps all, all the way. Yeah. Um, oh, it's, it's just going to, yeah, it's just going to be like, <laughs> yeah, flailing. Flailing. It's, it's going to be like Rod, Rod and Todd fighting. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Ba- bald Rod and, and South African Todd. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You know this is going to happen. It's just, oh, it's just most those two. Just, oh. sh- just shrieking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was actually, I was, I was thinking about the, the whole, uh, going this whole, like, billionaires in space thing. That's and it, it's yeah. like, I, I wish they would, like, properly go into space, because, like, Musk is not going into space. He's not going into space until that shit is super safe. 100% safe, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But um, when he uh, does, when he does, he's fucking out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's gonna be like, what is it? Is it Moonraker? Where except whereas that guy was doing it for some vague semblance of humanity, he's just like, we're going to Mars, me and all my fucking minions, and yeah. that's it. Like, I uh, hope he does. I hope he does like a lottery though to like get all the Elon Bros. Oh, so, like, oh like it's like some Running Man shit. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll be a money maker for him as well. So yeah, yeah. Running Man shit and. Uh, yeah, it'll be that fucking Hunger Games thing as well. Yeah, Another oh, way yeah, they yeah. do the little lottery thing, and it's like, yeah, fight. Yeah, fight. Oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But Bezos is gonna. Bezos's plan is also just as crazy. It's just like, yeah, we're gonna move industry into space. So Bezos's plan is to move everyone working class off of Earth. Yes. And keep Earth as like this fucking playground for the rich. Garden. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Elysium, Elysium in reverse, right? Yes. <laughs> whereas, whereas uh, Musk's is fucking Moonraker or. Whatever the other red faction, I think vaguely had this idea where yes. it's like they just go to fucking Mars with their minions and fucking fuck everyone back on Earth. Like oh, yeah, he doesn't yeah. care. But uh, yeah, so I think probably there'll be some futuristic sci-fi depicting this, and uh, yeah, it's probably probably pretty good. I think yeah. yeah. Put in yeah. Matt Damon, you know he he yeah, seems yeah, to love yeah. that shit. 
Blomkamp can direct. Uh, yeah. yeah. The South know, African guy who said all of Blomkamp's films will be in it as well, probably. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, he's cool. I love him. Yeah, yeah, he is actually. Fucking prunes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's Chappie as well. He, just, he yeah. did the voice of Chappie. Fucking prunes. Oh, man. <laughs> God, that was a great film. And it fucking it needed a sequel. It set the door open for a sequel. Oh, I wanted the prawns to come back and just kick all the humanity's ass. But apparently, yeah. no, nobody would be into that. I don't know. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> God. Oh, my internet is now super slow, so I can't look up him saying fucking prawns. <laughs> Oh, we'll definitely drop yeah. it in there. Anyway, I'll find that clip. No problem. But, uh, oh, it's District 9. I was thinking District 12 because you mentioned fucking Hunger Games. It, yeah. It can, oh, confusing, uh, all right? Charlton Copley. That's his name. Charlton. Charlton. Yeah. It's a great name as well. Charlton. It's it. excellent. It's real yeah. like Dublin inner city name as well. Like Charlton. <laughs> yeah. You can expect like Charlton would like be a character in, in like a Roddy Doyle novel. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's like his dad was a big Man United fan in the 60s and loved <laughs> Charlton. And then Jack Charlton was Ireland manager, so he called his kid Charlton. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, we're not calling you Charlton. We're not calling you Charlie either, because yeah. that's for Charles. We're calling you Charlton. And then just, yeah. Yeah, but evolved with the, with the sort of yeah. double accent from a CH yeah. to an SH. To an SH yeah. said, exactly. <laughs> you show sure, Charlton. Yeah. Charlton, you bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Bag. <laughs> um yeah so yeah fuck musk uh branson and uh bezos um yeah fuck those guys they suck um yeah actually it's funny that branson's been at this the longest and seems to be yeah. the, the crappiest at it uh, he is actually well maybe it's because he's british i don't know i feel like the sort of british capitalist or whatever he's just kind of lame uh in a way that like none of none of branson's stuff works yeah yeah exactly exactly and i know you can kind of say that for some of musk's stuff but the really important stuff that musk does not the fucking teslas but like yeah all that oh, energy SpaceX. stuff works has, yeah that's because yeah. he has fucking nothing to do with it yeah yeah exactly exactly he bought the company and just didn't fuck with it unlike tesla which he has done nothing but fuck around with Exactly. Um, did you, actually, did you see the thing about the robot? <laughs> the robot servants. <laughs> uh, oh no! Wait, I, I I think I saw something where it just looked like a I don't know a bloke in a fucking lycra body. <laughs> it was, was that it? Was like, yeah, and he was like it, 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 like this, but real. Most <laughs> <laughs> like maybe he's just maybe he's just like trolling. Maybe it's like an irony bro thing that he's been doing. I, although I don't think I don't think he's I don't think he's that bright or you know that that funny because um, he's fucking awful on SNL. Oh, I don't see seen, that. I have I've only seen like clips of it or just like still. Every time like, they get in those guests, they're fucking awful. Like even like Sharon and Sir Sharon's okay, obviously by comparison, but like all of that stuff was real cringe. Same with when Trump was on it. So I haven't seen a guest star be funny in God knows whoever does it. Because SNL is not funny. Like SNL is is really shit. Sometimes I like ninety percent of it is shite. But yeah, like, yeah. But that's because like... it's for like you know you know Gen X lives. Yeah, like, that's yeah. that's it's for. And you have to remember, like Gen X people are mostly in their fifties. It's actually fucking worse than before. There was this clip up. I can't remember who put it up. Probably fucking Cody Johnson. But um, of 
SNL doing some fucking song called Kandahar. This is back in like 2001, and it was just really fucking tasteless. It's like, <laughs> why, why, why does everyone hate us? And it's like, no idea. With shit like this, like the yeah. world love you. Yeah, man. Why, why wouldn't they love you? Why, why, why wouldn't everybody love the imperialists? It's, it boggles the mind. It's a mystery. Yeah. But, uh, why don't Why don't you love your imperialist overlords? Why? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? They you run your lives and control bastard. everything you see in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So. Shit, <laughs> we're like ten minutes in, or we just talked shit. Yeah, we haven't even. Yeah, we haven't even told anyone what we're actually doing in this show. It's not just this. Don't go thinking we're crap or anything. We uh, yeah. actually have loads to to talk about. Um, well, yeah, obviously, like we six mentioned. Months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we're not going to do that. We mentioned, we mentioned Afghanistan because everybody's talking about Afghanistan. So we might give a little bit of a like, hopefully, something that people haven't heard already because it's fucking as you say it's everywhere but also like there's stuff to do with the german election and oh yeah um oh yeah we got some antifa super soldier his, uh, history hero or hero from yes. history that we'll talk about oh yeah and of course uh checking in on uh, the bolivian uh counter coup or uh oh yeah, yeah response to the counter revolution um yeah we'll check in with janine Agnes, if you remember, who was interim president, and then everything went to shit. And uh, yeah, we'll see how she's getting on. Because oh, yeah. yeah, oh, she's doing great. Just just to really like cheer ourselves up in this era of, you know, everything kind of going to shit climate wise, and a lot of we'll pr- probably check in with Castillo in Peru, where there's that kind of shit going on. Yeah, but uh, it's nice to see in Bolivia that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The reactionary forces can have a reversal. Like so. yes. yeah. it's good because, uh, in fairness, the, the, the Bolivia is one thing that we've been we've sort of been talking about since the inception of this uh, podcast. It's basically like something that happened like that week. <laughs> was that yeah, yeah, week? that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. So glad to see that. I was I was actually doing some reading up on uh, Kimiko. The the Peruvian, the former Peruvian president, the one who lost to oh, right. Castillo. No, she wasn't president, was she? No, no, her her, her dad was uh, Fujimori. Oh. There's Keiko Fujimori, and her dad was president in the 80s, and like really cracked down on the the Maoists, the Shining Path. Uh, yeah, and probably committed a lot of crimes against humanity. But but uh, yeah, that was why a loads of people hate him, but loads of people still like Fujimori and Fujimori-ism, mm. uh, which is sort of quasi-fascism, um, enough to like vote for a Keiko. So it's very, you know, what do you call it? Family kind of thing, like yeah. the bushes. She, and, she, she, yeah. she was the first lady. Uh, this is really weird. Okay, so she was first lady of Peru while being his daughter. Oh, that, that yeah. is weird. That's what we thought would happen with Ivanka Trump. Yeah, Ivanka it is. Ivanka, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, yeah, that is weird. I didn't know that. Yeah. So what happened was, uh, uh, what's his, uh, what's the father's, uh, Alberto Fujimori, who was the president, was uh, yeah. he was president in the 90s. He, <laughs> he stripped his wife of the title of First Lady of Peru. After she yeah. accused him publicly and in the Peruvian judicial branch of kidnapping, torture, and corruption. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much bang on. 
that's uh, yeah. absolutely right she wasn't making it up yeah yeah like that's just and then when she came back from the states because you know of course she was educated in the united states um it was like she was he appointed her like first lady which is which is so strange Isn't that just seems that? weird yeah because right. uh, it's not unless the unless Peru is different to the United States or any other country, it's not a position that is required no. to be filled. It's not like it doesn't have any function or power or like. So he didn't have to do that. Like that was a very strange thing to do. But yeah, very strange. Yeah, very weird. And mm. um, yeah, and when she was first lady of Peru, she, this is fucked up. So, like, you know the way, obviously, like, uh, right-wing dictatorships, fascists, whatever, they always, there's always, like, some weird-ass grifts. So, oh, yeah. like, yeah. So, like, there was a, there was a, there was, like, a, a charity, there were a lot of charity things, and a lot of the times just, like, foundations and stuff like that. But apparently she, like, diverted clothes that have been donated through charity. Fucking like, no way. <laughs> that's just so weird. That's such a weird, like, cartoonishly evil thing to do, yeah. isn't it? It's like, uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> like, like, that's just such a strange thing. Because you think about, like, the, you know, like, ch- close charity donations to, like, I suppose, like, from wealthier nations to poorer nations are, are like, fucking fucked up anyway because they destroy, like, indigenous yeah. textile industries and they just, like, end up... You know, everyone just gets clothes dumped on them, and it's like some guy like standing in a in a field after like a monsoon is like wiped out the whole village, and he's he's wearing like a shirt that says like Lockheed Martin Summer Barbecue 1998. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Loads of loads of old like, football jerseys as well. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. an Arsenal shirt on some poor fucker. Yeah, but that's cool because that's probably like that that has like. You know, some sort of like value or like a self-identity thing. Oh yeah. Like, especially when it comes to like football and stuff, like because you know, football is one of those things that's it's global. Or it's it's just has vestiges, like yeah. you know, working-class solidarity. Oh. And um, but like when it's like yeah, it's, yeah some corporate retreat from. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I bet like whoever it is that works in like marketing for Lockheed Martin or whatever company it may be, whenever they see this, they're like, yes. yes. Oh, free advertising. Oh, another walking billboard. Yeah, at <laughs> a fucking disaster. Imagine yeah. like you're 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 like watching that on CNN. Like this guy's being interviewed or whatever. And you're like, it's just this like, you know, corporate disaster on his like fifth marriage. And he's like watching the TV in his McMansion. And he's like, yeah, I remember that party. That was awesome. Great weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like the one takeaway from like this horrible natural disaster that's like killed ten thousand people. That's just like that was a great weekend. Just like the one single tear rolling down his cheek. <laughs> this is better than Stranger Things for eighties nostalgia. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we 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 unveiled the X, you know, the X thirty two. Got down, that never got built. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we still got everybody got paid. Everybody yeah. got paid. We yeah, still yeah. got all that funding. Oh my god, that was good oh, times. Times. Oh. <laughs> Several people died making it. Yeah. And one guy flying it, which is why it never got made. But, uh, yeah. Oh, rules. Um, yeah. So, yeah, apparently she's like, she, um, just maybe we'll talk about Peru, uh, since we're kind of on yeah. that topic. But she, apparently she was involved uh, with Operation Car Wash through. Uh, so she's been, she, uh, so I believe Kiko Fujimori is being investigated 
so one of the things about if she'd won the presidential election, she would have uh, she, she would have avoided prosecution <laughs> for like any of the her, any of the, the alleged corruptions that she's been involved in. Um, and she was involved with a uh, this enormous Brazilian. Um, oh, is that Petrobras? Uh, was it? No, no, it was it's, there's this enormous. Uh, Odebrecht. Odebrecht, yeah, 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 Odebrecht. that's right. Yeah, yeah. So Odebrecht um, is like I never heard of Odebrecht before. Yeah, Dilma Rousseff might have been involved in that, or that was one of the things that brought her down as well. Yeah, this was huge, like huge, like this, they're yeah. they're an enormous like you know conglomerate construction yeah. company, like a Halliburton, yeah, yeah, and they're. I was like, I was like Odebrecht, and I was like, this must be like a German company or something. I was like, no, it's in Brazil. I was like, oh fuck, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was, uh, Norberto or Norberto, I think Odebrecht founded it, and like his father was a was a German immigrant in the 1920s. Um. So you can't like call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like fascism or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm, <laughs> he did go. To- <laughs> He did go to Brazil. Not, not Nazism. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not, not Nazism, but like, mm, probably not. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he, he was heavily involved in Operation Car Wash, which I think we did discuss before um, last year sometime, which is the one about the the judge who was investigating, uh, was it Lula? In, yes. or in, in, or, and all the leftists. Yeah. Was one yeah. of the others. Yeah, yeah. In the uh, PT. In, in, in Brazil, party, yeah. yeah, the Workers Party, and they were, remember they were investigating them, and basically the the prosecutor like sucked at his job, and they so what would happen is that the judge would like have these ex parte meetings with the prosecutor and like tell him what to ask, um, and and it was this whole thing where the, this prosecutor became like a folk, uh, like a cultural hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're all like you know standing up to corruption and like fighting all this stuff and then all this shit came out <laughs> they were basically <laughs> just being fed information um and like yeah. making you know creating like, like a puppet yeah yeah of this oh. of this judge and yeah i think it was like it, then he became oh then he became um minister for justice or whatever under uh our old pal uh bolsonaro, bolsonaro. Yeah. captain jair yeah yeah, yeah so like and was part of that sort of thing of like, oh, you know, we're going to fight corruption and blah, blah, blah. It's bullshit. It's weird it's like how it's fucking corrupt bastards. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh. It's weird how it's always anti-corruption people. Yes, like, yeah. yeah. It's a fucking mm. weird dog whistle. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Wow. watch out for that, one, folks. Um, cool. So, yeah. So, Peru, Castillo. Am I saying that right? Yeah, Castillo, I think. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so he had a... he. He's tried to do a bit of centrism. <laughs> yes, that's right. Appointing various yeah neoliberals to his cabinet and stuff like that, yeah. um, which hasn't really worked. They're still paying for his blood and all that, shockingly. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you've been having a look at this uh, a little bit. Yeah, it's... Um... Yeah. Sorry, um, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, brain went there for a second. Um, yeah, but there was then uh, somebody resigned. Uh, one yeah. of these centrists sort of resigned, and then I was reading something one day, and it was like, 
oh, is this is this a is this a step before a coup is going to take place? And I was like, holy shit! And then like the next day, it was nothing. It was just like total like radio silence because apparently um, some representatives of the the, the American uh, State Department had been in Brazil with yeah. Brazilians discussing it. And, are, okay, yeah. and they've been in talking. Oh, they've been talking to Boston Arrow as well about the upcoming election there as well. So. Oh, I up in brazil actually yeah so you know never never dull and the uh the politics of uh south america uh definitely not monroe doctrine yeah. <laughs> that's right <laughs> america's backyard yeah that's yeah. it yeah um yeah i remember a lot of fuss was made it was like there's all these articles is like uh, Castillo says he's going to foster good relations with China. Oh no! It's like, well, what the fuck else choice does he yeah, have? Yeah, exactly. Even Brazil do that. Brazil have good relations with China. They have Bolsonaro in charge. It's like, it's just standard for. Uh, it's like with Africa, it's just standard uh, trade yeah, reality, you know. Reality. He, he does seem to be playing it smart, like so far, uh, which is that the only thing he's talking about is just like putting prices on like mining, putting up taxes on mining to pay for everything. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's cool. Yeah, Everybody, yeah, yeah, it has to be done. Yeah, like I mean, that's what uh, that's what Venezuela did with the oil before the oil companies, you know, rebelled. So <laughs> they just put it in state control. So yeah. it's either you get a little bit back in taxes, or uh, yeah, take yeah, it or, or you take it over. So yeah, it seems, at the moment, he's trying to trying to do it by the standard social democratic means. But if the reactionary forces keep trying yeah. to overturn him because obviously it was such a tight election then um and they can smell blood so they're not gonna back down uh, so we'll have to see if uh, they try to pursue this this coup they probably will if it is seen to be succeeding in any way like amlo's mexico but if it's yeah. um if it kind of goes down the pan then they'll probably just let it happen uh, rather than get involved but uh, we'll have to see yeah so we'll, that, we'll, we'll watch that one with, with a baiting breath as, as per but hopefully you know you have to hope that these things are yeah yeah it's really tight one anyway so definitely worth watching and of course it's good that Bolivia is there so they yeah. there are some allies across the continent like not too many but um, yeah. yeah there and in Cuba and possibly yeah. in Chile. I'm trying to remember if Chile, with their Chile new well. constitution, has kind of moved a little bit more to the left. But um, yeah, the thing that's happened, that's been happening in uh, in Bolivia, is that since um, the movement for socialism mass returned to power, and uh, I'm trying to remember, it was Arca, yeah, was made president. Um, basically, the the opposition has collapsed really. Actually, it was kind of collapsing in the run-up to the election because I remember uh, the then president was uh, Janine Añez and she uh, resigned her candidacy from uh, oh, the yeah. main opposition party like one month before the election. And she's been arrested, I think, back in, I think it was June, for and charged with uh, like being connected with these two massacres that took place at the beginning of her presidency, which was when she essentially got rid of um, medical prosecution uh, for police, you know, 
brutality and police. So essentially, she like she let the dogs off the leash, you know that way. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they've charged her with that. So some people are misreporting that she was charged with genocide, but it's not that. It's it's cr- probably crimes against humanity, but um, yes. which is reasonable, but not that. But like literally, I think it was just this last week or in the last ten days, anyway, end of August, uh, she tried to kill herself by Ooh. slashing at her wrists. So very much so trying to go the uh, Adolf route uh, out of her problems. But um, yeah, there's like, you know, totally your leader kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like she was always, she's always been an absolute kook. But um, yeah, there's been further charges. Oh, yeah. Didn't um, she have a whole lot of like, stuff. put up really weird, like tons of religious symbols and they don't have yeah, like, yeah. They, it was like separation of church and state. And she like brought in a giant Bible to swear on when she became oh, yeah, yeah. president. Yeah, she's gone. like, a, fucking serious christian you know that kind yeah. of thing but uh, um yeah it was a huge bible as well it wasn't even just like a bible yeah, yeah, to swear yeah. on in an american <laughs> court or whatever but it, yeah, it was like, like um, yeah, massive tome yeah. made of vellum <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. worked on it it's inlaid with gold oh, yeah the blood of it's aztecs uh, mayans it's probably mayans. actually yeah, yeah. peru is probably closer to that particular uh pre Chris yeah. pre pre-colonial empire um yeah so <laughs> well godspeed yeah definitely having fun there it's another normal one for uh for the opposition in Bolivia but you know that's you reap what you sow kind of thing um yeah. you know by staging a coup and everything else so yeah 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 what was it, it was, yeah she issued a decree I said this, but like issued a decree removing criminal liability for police and military in dealing with protesters. And as a result, 36 pro Morales protesters were killed by security, mm-hmm. uh, security forces. So, yeah, so I hope she gets what's coming to her in, you know, whatever sense that may be. Yeah. Um, what yeah. A, what a, oh, yeah. The a, interesting thing that I found out, the only thing I found out today, uh, interesting, is that her name is actually Chavez, her surname, like really? her actual. Maternal oh, name is Chavez, yeah. Yeah, people so, from Spanish-speaking uh, parts of the world tend to have extremely yeah. long names and common, yeah, it's a common, common name, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but they also tend to have like multiple surnames, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the maternal side of, of our yeah. family. So you know, like I don't know, our mother's maiden names would be yeah, the equivalent. Yeah. But, yeah. What what I so, what I find really interesting about that uh, that executive order you mentioned, it did not preclude prosecuting politicians <laughs> it's like oh yeah 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 all, all, all the cops and soldiers they're they're totally off the hook for for this so uh yeah you you just yeah. go ahead and do do whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you usually uh, they they do that that's like well i suppose it's built in you can't be prosecuted a lot of countries you can't be prosecuted while you're you know you're in office which is bananas that's some that's oh, yeah. alien shit right it's a there. kind of diplomatic yeah immunity kind of thing yeah, yeah exactly so, Which is crazy. Um, that's why it's, there was all this kind of stuff about charging Trump after he left office, because you know he couldn't really do it while he was in office, apart from yeah, you know, the only method is the impeachment thing. But uh, that doesn't actually remove him from office. But once he's out of office, you can actually just charge him as a an ordinary citizen. Yeah. So yeah, it is really weird. That, but um, yeah, it's it's funny though because the, the justification for not doing that is like, oh, you know, if uh, if Democrats start doing that to Republicans, like Republicans will just do it like to Democrats or whatever. Um, when it's they're like they power. do it anyway. Like, yeah, it's like they do it anyway, but like it goes round and round. Like it happens yeah. in most countries. Like people have yeah. like unless it's a very like cozy relationship between like 
uh, the powers. Like it just it it just goes to show that um, in countries where they don't do that, that's actually a problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you should. You should much. You, you, like clearly, they do not perceive their political enemies as like true enemies because you know then yeah. they would you know, do shit like that, and there would be a cost, and that would like then yeah. maybe they wouldn't do it. <laughs> maybe don't do bad shit or bad shit will happen to you whereas you can do whatever the fuck you want if there's no consequences yeah. um yeah but uh well you say that and then people still do bad shit uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Right, regardless of consequences because they're never thinking about the consequences that's right they're just exactly. thinking yeah their own power at that moment exactly um i guess yeah do you have any anything else you want to say about peru uh, no, pretty much. That's that's our news from Latin America, I think. Cool. Uh, that's all uh, I've got from the, that uh, continent. Yeah, so we have Peru, um, good. Uh, Bolivia, good. And hopefully Brazil, soon to be good. Yeah, yeah. Give it time. Give, <laughs> Give it time. time. Um, you did, uh, I don't know if this is true, but you know the whole thing about Bolsonaro being in like hospital for a really, really long time? <laughs> like oh, constantly nice, sick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Co- yeah, he's had COVID twice. Yeah. And uh, apparently he had like severely impacted colon or something. And they had to <laughs> have you not heard this? Oh great. Oh, um, they had to suck his shit out. Yeah, yeah. through his nose. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I love that you didn't know that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, and he's just he's just like waning, and every every now and again they kind of prop him back up, and then one another one of his his sons gets goes and he gets it again. <laughs> this is the strong man, ladies yeah, and gentlemen, yeah, yeah. the Brazil the Brazilian strong man, yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet, sweet. Oh, um, yeah, but they're shit. Fantastic. Yeah, kind of shit. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So all good. Um. We won't talk about COVID because yeah, we're, we're all just oh, no. sick of yeah. this stupid fucking virus. Um, uh, well, I'm not because, you know, the vaccine cured me of my CIA. Program. Um, yeah, it's like two negatively charged ions, like the CIA programming and the Bill Gates programming. They yeah, they killed each other. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I, got, I got dumped out of the pod like in um, like in the Matrix. Just woke up all naked and covered in goo. Um, Either that, or it was out <laughs> of invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah, just don't know that you're you're a clone of yourself. Oh uh, yeah, you came I, out of those pods. I could have, been, yeah, I could have been one of those the Q victims. You know, uh, the yeah. people who like so my, my real self, the real Kev was was put on trial, military tribunal, executed, yeah, yeah. and I've been replaced yeah. with a clone and or hologram. <laughs> <laughs> and or lizard as well yes. maybe a lizard clone i think that's... we have no evidence to dispute this absolutely yeah and it's what, totally what i know unfalsifiable is the yeah. idea i could have been total recalled <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> another wonderful 80s <laughs> reference uh cool um yeah we're right, getting well, through all of this yeah. running man total recall yeah. any others we can get in there sure probably blade runner what we need is a blade runner to oh yeah. Do that test on you. To exactly. See if you're, uh, you're human. Yeah, there's a void comp test to see if I'm human. <laughs> that's it. You see, you, you see a turtle. <laughs> it's it's yeah. that's a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see a butterfly. What's a butterfly? Um, yeah. So all that stuff. Blade Runner 2049 is fucking excellent, by the way. Have you seen it? Oh, it is. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have seen it. Very, very good. One of the few. 
sequels that kind of lives up to the yeah, yeah original. Fucking great movie. I must watch that again actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, that just made me think of it. It's great. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it hit all the right notes. Anyway, for nostalgia, and just, <laughs> just good sci-fi. Yeah. Good, good hearty sci-fi. Um, right. So I think might do a Antifa Super Soldier of History. Uh, for sure. Is that okay? Cool. So I'm going to talk about uh, Ivan Pavlovich Sereda, who was a Ukrainian cook in the Soviet Army. Good for him. Um, he was born in 1919 in a village that I'm not going to pronounce. Uh, <laughs> Oleksandrovka, uh, oh. which is uh, now a neighborhood of the Ukrainian city of uh, Karmatorsk. And um, basically, they were uh, their peasant family, as you know, most Ukrainians were. And being a peasant in Ukraine fucking sucks. <laughs> For <laughs> sure, yeah. Particularly at this at this point in time. Um, right in the middle of famines and stuff. I yeah, bet. yeah. So um, basically, yeah, really, really sucked. Um, basically, uh, these peasants, uh, his family had to move around a lot, and it sucked. And uh, but somehow, because of you know communism, he had the opportunity to uh, you know go to college or you know have an education mm. because uh, Soviet communism at this time was very good. Um, but he didn't. He went to the Donetsk Food yeah. Training Center and he became a cook. And he was kind of like, uh, you know, be a cook. Yeah, that's this. This seems good. Yeah. Um, I'll always and, be near food. If anything goes wrong, there'll be food right there. Yeah, so you're kind of thinking, yeah, you know, 19, born in 1919, you know, graduate, he's like graduated from, you know, culinary school. He's probably, you know, 20, early yeah. 20s. And if you're doing yeah, your yeah. maths here, yeah. you know, um, stuff's going to go like sharply. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you, there you are. You've got this, you know, you had the shit childhood, you know, things sucked. But, you know, you were born into this uh this brand new experiment yeah, of governance growing country yeah growing right. country and you know clearly if he's a cook they've sorted some of those food problems <laughs> <laughs> out by this point and uh yeah so he's like so you know life's going good for ivan so shit's shit's doing well um but then uh, this little thing happened which in uh, november of 1939 when uh, when when ivan was 20 uh, which is that he was drafted into the uh, into the Red Army, and he went off to fight, um, as you know, Operation oh, Barbarossa. Yeah. Uh, so uh, was it? No, that was forty, wasn't it? Yeah, forty-one. That was forty-one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The uh, thirty-nine would have been the Winter War with uh, Finland, but oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if he would. Was he drafted for that and sent to fight the Finns? I think he was. Yeah, I think he was drafted oh, oh. to fight the Finns. Yeah, sorry, oh, in the Winter War. Bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, but rather than you know going off to fight for the glory of uh, the workers' uh, paradise, he was uh, as you know in it like a, he was um he was signed as a cook <laughs> because of course yeah because an army because an army marches on its stomach and uh, absolutely yeah. and you know cooks good cooks in armies are hard to find because uh, dysentery is a thing. <laughs> yeah. and we'll we'll like typhoid and cholera it'll run it'll run right through it can run right through the cholera is a motorway <laughs> it's an auto man 
or it's the uh it's the germ it's the Wehrmacht true uh western Soviet <laughs> it's a straight true oh. sorry I shouldn't talk about that um <laughs> council uh, <laughs> so yes but he he was assigned to a tank regiment which is cool so he's feeding all these guys in his tank yeah um yeah in uh, 1941 he was uh, uh he the uh German Reich uh started uh, assembling troops to invade uh, Germany or to invade Soviet Union. Um, but uh, our old pal Joseph, Big Joe, um, Uncle Joe, uh, yeah. didn't, didn't believe that it was going to happen. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. Like we had a pact. We had a non-aggression pact. But uh, clearly he hadn't read Mein Kampf, um, <laughs> yeah. which suggested that. Or listened, yeah. or listened to his own spies or, 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 know, or, 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 or any other guy, intelligence organization. Or the uh, defectors. Yeah, the defectors, that's right. Who yeah. ran across uh, yeah. into across into enemy lines and said, yeah. they're coming, they're coming. They're coming tomorrow, <laughs> you know, yeah, we're yeah. giving you the exact date and everything. It's like, nope, lies. Yeah, lies. No, lies. I shoot and just get shot for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coming across being like, no, we're, we're invading, we're invading. And just, no, yeah. shot. Um, yeah, so basically what happened was um, he is known as the axe-wielding tank destroyer, Ivan Pavlovich, sorry. That is such a cool nickname to have. That is amazing. So, and, and it was a cook. So kind of think like Under Siege with, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, CIA oh, guy. Oh, um, right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Rydell or something. No. What's uh, yeah. What the fuck was his Rydell. name? Rydell. Yeah, yeah. St- Steven Seagal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh, I, I love the country of Asia. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting down. Yeah, basically he was like the real life version of what the yeah. gal pretended to be. Um, so what happened was uh, basically he was a cook for a tank regiment and uh, they were at a camp uh, in Latvia and basically the, the, the Soviets were getting owned because this was 1941 yes, and they were, just, uh, they were just fucking just, just getting absolutely yeah, wasted. Devastated. Yeah. yeah, they were getting surrounded, encircled by uh, yeah. German uh, infantry and tank regiments, and just just getting destroyed. Anyway, so uh, so basically, uh, his his unit were out on patrol, and he was alone in <laughs> in the camp by himself, <laughs> making but, dinner, making maybe, dinner, as dinner, dinner yeah. waiting for the guys to come back. Yeah. And uh, basically, uh, a tank rolled up into the fucking camp. hell. Jeez. And he looked out and he was like, oh, the guys are back early. And he realized it wasn't the Soviets. <laughs> Basically because Fucking it wasn't hell. shaped like a brick. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and at this point, he had, a, he had a rifle and he had an axe for chopping wood. <laughs> so looking at his axe and uh, looking at his rifle, he was like, Fuck that shit. I don't know how to use one of those. I know how to use an axe. Yeah, yeah. Like, he chops fucking firewood, like, all the time. So, um, you know, the tank was parked there, and they thought, you know, they thought the camp was empty, so you know, a couple of the guys hopped out. Leap like, out. <laughs> you know, hop out, like, having a look around, and basically just charged at them, and he started Holy screaming, shit. you know, the few the few insults uh, that he knew in German, because, oh, you know, they would, you know, he'd learn it. would have, yeah, yeah, definitely, just and in case. The Germans fucking freaked out. And they, they they all started like jumping back into the tank. Of so what course. he did was he, he jumped on top of the on top of the tank because there was machine guns and 
uh, all the sort of and uh, the cannon, but he basically got on top of it, so they couldn't shoot him. Yeah, of course. So what he did was he then they started firing the machine guns from the inside. So what he did was he he started beating and chopping at the machine guns with his axe, and he broke them. <laughs> That's fucking incredible. Jesus. His his next move was to start shouting, uh, bring the anti tank grenades. <laughs> bring the anti tank grenades. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, comrades, comrades, bring the anti tank grenades. I love that. But he's the only fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. So they all start freaking out. And uh, thinking they're going to die in this. So he's like, steel so like, oh, fuck, we, we, we surrender, we surrender. So they climbed uh-huh. out, and each one, he, he tied them to the, uh, to the cannon. Uh-huh. And. Uh, yeah, and they fucking and it's only when they were all tied up that uh, did they cop that <laughs> he was alone. <laughs> he was alone, and he was like, oh and God. so when 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 his when his tank regiment uh, returned, that he was like he was fucking peeling potatoes again with a fucking German tank and a bunch of soldiers uh, tied to it, which is, is which is awesome. amazing, um, which is awesome. So like they were like, yeah, this this guy rocks. Um, <laughs> So they, so they like promoted. They made him a, they made him a scout, and uh, so he'd be able to like, yeah, go out and uh, you know, do some, do some real killing. So like, yeah, this guy, this guy can take on the Nazis. He's, he's yeah, yeah, just on his own. Um, who's gonna tell him he can't? Do you want to tell him that he can't? Um, so the next thing that happened was he, uh, he set out with his, uh, with his, 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 a couple of months later, he was. Um, he was out on patrol and he came across a German tank and it was chasing down a group of Soviet soldiers. Of course, yeah. um, and so the tank stopped at some point uh, and, you know, to search the area. And he snuck up on the tank and fucked a grenade into it. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> he killed the brilliant. crew. And that was like, and they were like, yeah. And he managed to get the rest of, um, before the rest of the, the, the crew before the rest of the guys could react the guys in the mm. unit um i'm sure you noticed that like a tank isn't just a tank on its own there's usually like some infantry yeah. like walk yeah. around with it and shit like that so he um he so after he blew up the guys inside the tank he climbed inside and then fired <laughs> at the, at the at dozen the infantry, or so yeah. uh infantry uh killed them and then forced the rest to surrender this guy is just a fucking badass Jesus. he's an actual uh-huh. real life superhero yeah um so he was made a platoon commander i think a lieutenant of the fourth infantry regiment of the 46th infantry division of the first shock army yeah um he also fought in the siege of leningrad which is uh pretty cool and then what else did he do he yeah see he was wounded um he saw action in the battle of moscow um, he, he was eventually wounded and uh, sat out the rest of the war in hospital. And at the end of the Second World War, he was awarded, he held the rank of lieutenant, as I said, and he was awarded the Hero of the Soviet Union, yeah. um, the Order of Lenin, and many other. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he got lots of awards. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. So he survived the war as well, and Jesus. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it was yeah, so this guy, like fucking ruled i say he went back and just like opened up a little little bake shop or something. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely definitely yeah, totally totally rocks so that's our uh yeah. come our, our to side. my come to the tank killer yeah bakery. tank killer bakery axeman yeah. cometh <laughs> he makes little like little croissants that are like the shape or i suppose they wouldn't be croissants then but like little 
pastries that are yeah. the shape of grenades and stuff. And he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. this is the exact same shape as a grenade I threw into a German tank. Yeah, he's doing, he's doing baklava. Yeah, axes, axe Axe That's it. Yeah, he's just running this like fucking hipster. Bakery. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Fucking, I'd go yeah. there. Jesus, I was like, oh, it's hideously overpriced. But the guy who runs it is a fucking hero. He's a hero of Soviet Union. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So that that guy rocks. Um. Fantastic. Yeah. You you may notice that our anti-fascist super soldiers of history tend to be Soviet soldiers because yeah, they true. were the best of fucking killing Nazis. They were, yeah. They killed a lot of Nazis. Say say what you want about them. So yeah, are they really outstanding? Um, yeah. yeah but... I think there was a, there was another axe guy. <laughs> I can't remember his name, but he was like he was also Ukrainian. Ukrainian's fucking mad for axes, man. <laughs> but he um. He was just like a fucking ball, and he just, yeah, he did the same thing. He just, he, this guy, he actually chopped up some fucking Nazis. Fucking hell. Somebody should tell uh, Tarantino about it because he'd, oh, that. yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Except yeah. he's part of the, you know, that, the, like, that thing where there's just like literally no mention of stuff. Oh, yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, spot on. Yeah. Um, oh, he's, uh, Sucks. Like we just got that Stalingrad movie, and that's it. That's like the yeah, end. that that was a really shit one as well. Yeah, well, shit. I mean, there's there's the German Stalingrad movie, which is really good, but uh, by the same uh, producers of the same company, the same production company that made Das Boot, uh, oh, which is also really good. But um, yeah, you mentioned that he survived the uh, the siege of Leningrad, and uh, I was gonna do, um, I was gonna talk about uh, this mutiny that happened. Uh, God, doing the maths, uh, 90 years ago. Um, and uh, the leader of this mutiny, this was in Britain, but the leader of it uh, defected to the USSR after this mutiny, a few years after, and uh, and also survived uh, the siege of Leningrad. So, uh, yeah, I was going to talk about the Invergordon mutiny because uh, <laughs> this was uh, one of the few military strikes in uh, British naval history, probably British history in general, but definitely the naval history, um, basically, at the time, uh, Britain had a national government. Oh, uh, yes. This included like, a sort of a rump um, of the Labour Party and the Conservatives. And so they were in power because of the Great Depression and shit. And so the national government uh, went, you know, uh, ordered for pay cuts. Uh, and this fucking did not go down well. But um, while this none of this is particularly socialist or sound socialist, what is amazing is when the uh, the warships that arrived in port um, and they disembarked the officers and crew uh, on the 11th of September, um, 1931, um, the, they got their newspapers, which contained the reports of the pay cuts. And on the 12th of September, a group of sailors met at a football field. And when they voted to organize the strike, they <coughs> left singing the red flag. So, <laughs> yeah, and it was pretty cool. And... Long story short, anyway, they, they had this huge fucking um, mutiny and various uh, capital ships. The crews refused to follow orders. Um, and eventually uh, it got quashed, as these things tend to do. But only when uh, the admirals and everything else intervened to, like, essentially reduce like some of the cuts and stuff there was basically you know they kind of uh, on the one hand they kind of 
cut, like got rid of some of the cuts they were going to do and uh, all this kind of stuff. But the lead, the mutiny actually caused a run on the pound, which is fucking great. Like this is, <laughs> this is the dream is like, yes. you have this fucking look, it just rips through the stock exchange. Um, and actually that was what forced it off the gold standard, 21st of September, 1931. Awesome. But um, yeah, the leader, the leader of the mutiny or a leader of the mutiny, I should say, this is, you know, one of those things that's fairly leaderless, like yeah. officially, you know. But uh, Len Wincott, he defected to the USSR in 1934. Um, and in 1946, after surviving the siege of Leningrad, he was actually sent to the Gulag after being accused ah. of being a British spy. And he was uh, in prison for more than a decade. Uh, but after he was released in the 50s, he then became a friend of Donald McLean in uh, in Moscow. Donald McLean being one of the four uh, oh, Cambridge spies, spies uh, Blunt, yeah. Burgess, uh, Philby and McLean. Uh, and another one of the leaders was a boxer, uh, Fred Coatman. And he ended up commanding one of the or commanding the uh, British battalion of the uh, the international brigades in Spain. So yeah, if you ask, so there. So even though it, yeah, you wouldn't think, oh, this is just a mutiny, but of uh, naval soldiers, like there wouldn't be any kind of socialists and stuff. It's one of those things that that gives you know evidence to the notion that even though you know ACAB and yes. police unions are shit and they are the thin blue line protecting capitalism and protecting the propertyed yes. against the propertyless, they're the maintainers of the status quo. The military tends to, for whatever reason, have a better class makeup and more like, what do you call it, um, class consciousness. And, and you know, we, this goes back throughout history, you know, like yeah. the Paris Commune and uh, the Russian Revolution. Uh, there's oh, always yeah. been those times where, and sometimes the crucial time, it was like this in Egypt as well, you know, the crucial time is when the, the military refuses to fire on the people or it's refuses yeah. to fire on the working class. So, so yeah, it is an interesting one. Um, yes. And hopefully, given the fucking extent of uh, <laughs> American military spending, uh, this day will be coming there. But uh, but anyway, yeah, that was that was an interesting like event in history. That's cool. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's it, it is it is interesting that well, I suppose that because uh, because there is that sort of class stratification, which is a precondition of military military hierarchy yes. you know you have the officer class who generally come from you know the bourgeois and the upper class and you know the enlisted who fucking do everything you can't have yeah. you can't have like a, a, a military branch without fucking enlisted and they make sure everything works from like that yeah. the boats work that the planes work you know the pilots might be you know officers and are the and the uh the cat you know the people who the officers might be whatever, but nothing fucking works. They don't have anything works. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> like you just have like fucking, you know, you need like 30 mechanics to make a, you know, a Harrier jet fly or Blackhawk or whatever the fuck it is, or a, I don't know, battleship. Yeah. You can't fucking do anything without those guys mm. and That's girls. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's and, right. and be friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's right though that is right you can't, you can't fucking do anything with it so so there has to be that awareness of like the class structure whereas it, that doesn't really exist in the in police forces i don't think because uh a lot of the time because because the weird thing about police is that it tends to be draw from kind of a generally a working class background 
like oh, true. I, that, yeah. that's been my experience yeah. um but or, or sort of maybe a, a middle class lower middle class it tends to not be something which is is a is a is a, it doesn't have that uh, upper class class character at all yeah that's kind uh, of true a bit like and and, so, and that makes it worse somehow i don't know how yeah, but, i don't know but, how yeah um but, uh, maybe because it's it's, it's an element of self-hatred in there as well yeah, yeah there is yeah but it's internalized sort of, class classism if you want yeah, to internalize i think yeah. it's i think it's sort of an escape from it's an opportunity to sort of sidestep that mm. sort of larger class consciousness of being like if you're working class the way you can get out of being working class is that you can be police because you know suddenly you are and it's and it's the same in the military as well like the MPs, the military police are the ones who are hated like the most (laughs) by fucking by fucking everybody else it's like i don't know what it is about narcs but everyone doesn't matter what their job is but they fucking hate narc even probably cops Whoever yeah. is, in fact, oh, no, yeah, it's true for cops. They hate yeah, exactly. Yeah, them. they fucking hate being policed. It's like yeah, it's just they, this. Yeah. Whereas they're the ones, they're the ones the public. They're probably the only ones that the public fucking trust. Yeah. Like, oh no, exactly. The yeah. only the only cop, like, the cop that watches the other cops. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mostly because they're hated by the cops. That's right, yeah. and that's why that's why people want robust, like fucking anti-corruption, you know, stuff yeah. in police. But no, you, but you can't trust the cops to do it themselves, though, because oh, of that no, very no. reason. Like the the fucking the intimidation that they get, even if they want to do it, well, oh, yeah. they're like they're fucked, you know that way. Yeah, but yeah. um, which is why like the only uh, oversight that works is when you put like civilian control in it. Is yeah. when you like you give I don't know some sort of, I mean, yeah, you kind of have a, an organized exactly. That's exactly yeah. it. And, yeah, well, you can't have it, like because in Ireland, like there's an ombudsman, but the ombudsman oh. is like kind of appointed and shit. Like you've got to have something that's more yeah, a, like it kind of you have people that go into the prisons from like uh, that are sort of like jury duty. There's got to be yeah, something yeah, like yeah. jury duty where it's a raffle and you you yeah. and you give whoever that is not deputized, but you give them the powers to like just go in and make yeah. reports of everything they see and to be this anonymously like, contacted as well by people who. Safe, like firefighters. firefighters are fucking awesome firefighters yeah. are like the true fucking they're the real heroes any yeah is it emt is the term yeah, like any EMS, emergency response yeah. guys yeah 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 sorry yeah they're, they're but, uh, the fucking heroes like yeah yeah 100 percent. that's um, why there should be a game i think there might be i was going to talk about antifa games but um this is actually a bit of a tangent because there definitely away. yeah <laughs> no there definitely needs to be a game and there might be making one i could be wrong uh, about medics in armed forces because obviously you know we all kind of know that it doesn't reflect too well in us that in video games we're mostly fucking killing each other yeah, all yeah. the time like this, this even though like obviously people like i don't know if this is this will age us but uh, like jack thompson and all that um, oh yeah moral panics you know and obviously sometimes it's movies and sometimes it's fucking video games and fucking mortal Kombat, all of that shit that went through congress oh, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. 90s that fucking that seems yes. so quaint now yes. <laughs> given, given what mortal Kombat is now where even i'm just kind of like okay this is kind of unsettling or uh, <laughs> playing or playing sniper elite like even though i love yeah. it you know the fucking bullet cam all that shit yeah. but uh, but yeah there's got to be like I know there are games with firefighters, but they're really shit. Like, there's definitely yeah, a way yeah. you could make these, like... Oh, you could make them awesome. You know, a Call of Duty quality game, like... Yeah. But, uh, you yeah, got cool cutscenes of, like, shit, like, 
of like uh what's that called when uh flash over over yeah flash over you know it's like um it's basically when it's a build of combustible gases in an environment and yeah. then it just spark just goes and the whole fucking thing just explodes like yeah, that, that would be a cool cutscene in the game yeah for sure and just like and having to do stuff like mini games of like figuring out like it like go up and you know, you could have the thing of like the guy puts his hand on the door and like your your controller could vibrate to let you know how hot it is. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, Rockstar games work that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they do cool shit. Yeah, but um I was actually I was thinking about that's very similar to a thought I was having during the week, which is um a really big bugbear I have is uh is to do with the Lego company and the amount of cop stuff that they have. Oh, of course, copaganda. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge amount of it. And it's like, it doesn't really make any sense because like, unless it, maybe it's, maybe it's driven by sales. I don't know, but oh, must like, be, yeah. must be. but like, I, it, like for the, like for their, you know, you know, the generic sort of Lego city stuff or Lego town, as it's oh, called. Yeah. It's like the amount of it that's just cop stuff is crazy. Like they do tend to have a lot of firefighter uh, stuff in it. But very rarely do they do like an ambulance. Oh, they never. Yeah, yeah. Like I do once, remember. Once in a blue moon. Yeah, it's never like ambulance stuff or. Yeah, I think I, you say that they yeah because I remember even I had like cop stuff, uh, hmm. cop Lego stuff growing up like and there'd be the cop boat like yeah if you just got the police station for some reason there'd be a cop boat cop, yeah, I, obviously cop car cop everything cop helicopter yes uh, the, there's, cop yeah it is well maybe they're making a commentary on like the military <laughs> but there was I don't know if you remember there was a meme last oh, no, time, yeah 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 tracking the uh, tracking the evolution of the of the, of the Lego uh, cops. Yeah, and, and there was like the riot the descent into fascism yeah. as tracked by the Lego cop. That's right. And the earliest one is just a guy in just you know a hat and you know yeah, it's just a regular. Just like a and then by the end, he's fucking a fucking tank. Like, yeah, he's, a, he's like a riot cop. And yeah. one of the things that people pointed out was like, oh, actually, that one at the end isn't actually it's it's that you know um, it's one of those like Lego knockoffs. Uh, but at the end of last year, um, for Lego heads uh they'll know this uh that lego does these um these sets of like you know the little foil bags and you don't know what's in it and they release like oh, 16 yeah. or so different little lego minifigures yeah. but for the most recent one uh which was released late last year they had a fucking riot cop uh -huh. and this is like post like black George lives matter Floyd, post, George Floyd, yeah. the whole fucking yeah. thing and and after it had been pointed out and, and like the lego company like made a statement when that meme came out. Like, imagine making a fucking statement about a meme uh, yeah, and being like, "No, it, no, man. ignore it." Ignore yeah, it. this is like, oh, this does not represent our product. Blah 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 blah. Like, the Lego company has always been committed to like not having like military stuff. Like, they make a big deal about it. they don't do tanks and they don't do soldiers and shit like that. Um, but yeah, they made a fucking riot cop, oh. and you're just like, you, what the fuck, man? That's fucked. So like, that's a that's a really big bugbear of mine. Yeah. Um, is not enough like representation of like the real you know the people who fucking save people's lives like i know cops the uh, uh, cops too like you know yeah. being out there doing like traffic shit and stuff like that and yeah. you know intervening in certain times but like mm, <laughs> cops with guns don't fucking save you no that, absolutely it. not I, a, a gun people, is not a life-saving device absolutely yeah a lot not. of people a lot of people more people would be less acab if like mm. less cops had guns uh but like the the only thing you ever hear out of our police union uh here is like uh, we want more guns really yeah yes. oh, I did know uh, that. and then it was like there was that story from like last summer of like uh some guy some guy uh some 
policeman in Roscommon or something, and he like got disarmed and shot with his own gun. Holy shit! And then nothing, yeah, nothing more was said about that. And it was like that's super sketchy. Like he was just out on his own, middle of the night. Some guy came along. There was a scuffle, and he was like. Why was he gun? carrying a gun in the first place? Oh, yeah, like he's he's like whatever the role. Oh, he's an undercover. Yeah, no, he was like an inspector or something. Like, you know, there's the, a the particular rank, and you're allowed to carry one. Basically, yeah. it's just beat cops aren't allowed to have them. Yeah. Um, which goes in the face of the whole unarmed police force thing. Um, but yeah, so it's a bit like in the UK, like you know, they can they have to have you know certified uh, authorized was authorized firearms officers AFOs. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, you've uh, got like in certain locations as well like airports yeah yeah yeah. Like, yeah you have you know, guys tooled up with uh submachine guns and stuff but yeah but uh yeah talking about the the riot cop lego thing that reminds me <laughs> of the two <laughs> the two antifa games that i was going to mention one of them oh, yeah, is tonight right. we tonight we riot which uh is explicitly uh like leftist and well i mean all of the ones that i uh, recommend probably will come across that way but um, yeah, that one's on Switch and PC and Mac, so it's it's not on the you know the main consoles, but yeah. uh, but that one's really good, and that was made by a, a Switch, like co-op, like uh, oh, just cool. cooperative, yeah, developers. Can't remember their name at the moment, but uh, I haven't actually played that one. That. But that one I definitely want to check out because it's really explicit and uh, similar to that because that's a side scroller, and the other one that's also kind of strategy uh, but has that kind of graphics isometric um thing is uh is just riot uh civil unrest which i haven't been playing on ps4 and that one draws from uh sort of historical uh confrontations between police and demonstrators uh, in like italy and there's yeah tacria square is one of them and uh, <laughs> it's really interesting it's a bit um like Controls are sort of clunky, but it kind of yeah. makes sense because you're like kind of trying to control uh, the crowd of people. Yeah. You can play as the cops as well, but like fucking why would you want to? Fuck um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless you wanted to like learn kind of, you know, learn your enemy kind of thing, know your enemy and learn yeah. the tactics that they would use. But uh, and yeah, as you go through it, you kind of, you know, different weaponry you can use, you mm. know, obviously throwing rocks and Molotov cocktails, uh, but also, you know, shields and um yeah the different tactics that you'd use you know sit down um and obstruction that kind of thing so yeah it's actually it's actually quite good it's it's you know useful especially for uh, also it's very educational which you know these oh, yeah. all these kind of are and uh yeah so that would be another one i'd recommend but uh yeah so those two are both riot, <laughs> riot <laughs> involved so yeah so yeah, it's good to know where Lego Games stands on that. They stand yeah. firmly on the sides of uh, Law and Order. Yeah, uh, so it, it it just it, it does my head because it's it is something that like uh, it's part of my job. Like I use Lego a lot, um, and also I'm a nerd. Uh, <laughs> but like it's it's just insane. It's like I keep I keep track of it. it's like oh what's coming out new like this year, and I try and you know try and like have a budget and stuff like that. So I try and spend like when I do spend I try and get something for about twenty quid. And it's usually like you get like one or two things and then it are, you know, in that price range are sort of like, you know, cool. Like, you know, like they did a food truck recently and like a camper van or something like that. And you're like, yeah, they're, they're kind of cool. And then like everything else is a fucking police, Jesus. you know, battle command center. 
fucking hell. And uh, the other thing is that, like, you know, whenever there's, like, criminal characters, this is this is part of it really interesting. It's like the criminal characters are always, like, these, like, really hardened criminal-looking guys. It's like... Pretty shitty. They, like, yeah. You have, like, a, you know, there's, like, a gold tooth and an eye patch or some shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're, like... And they're, like and they're always escape. They're always like escaping from jail or like robbing an ATM or some shit. Yeah. And you're like, "What fucking world?" Is this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I want, I want to see, I want to see like the true one." I, like, if they're gonna be like, you know, propaganda, yeah. it should be like, because you know, uh, Lego people are all yellow. <laughs> like, there's yeah. no reason they couldn't have one who maybe is a a different pigment. Yeah. And yeah. like, yeah, it's just like you know, the cop is you know whatever pulling he's like just yeah. guy in a car and it's like just being pulled over it's like yeah it'd be like the kids wouldn't want to play with it yeah. <laughs> no, that's true yeah but they don't have knees so at least they wouldn't be able to kneel they wouldn't be able to reenact oh like, dude, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. oh yeah that's, that's just a logical like you know yeah, it's, progression it like, i'm, so I'm, I'm sure. glad that they're not able to do that i'm glad yeah. they're not able to do that yeah yeah, yeah they have guns the police the they don't have guns. Have, oh, that's good. Yeah. I don't. They don't have guns, which is good. Um, yeah, disarm yeah, the police. That actually should have been in the, fairness, instead of defund the police, which was uh, still a you know totally one hundred percent supportive, but disarm yeah. the police absolutely is one that. Yeah, disarm the police. Uh, I know disarm- it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have saved George Floyd. I know no. anyone else like wouldn't have saved. What was his name? Gray. Freddie Gray was killed yeah. in the back of a police van. Freddie Gray. I think that's his name. Well, I think I think people might be more likely to challenge something that's being carried out by, like, because you know you have a situation where you have a bunch of people standing around going like, "This looks fucked up. Yeah. Maybe someone should intercede." And then it's like, "Well, no, because I'm going to get shot if I do that." But then if you're like, "Well, there's, if it's just a case of there's more of us than there is of them," you know, yeah. because the whole idea behind policing is that it's supposed to be policing by consent, not policing like by threat. Threat. Yeah. Of, yeah. getting shot yeah because that's yeah. the moment in uh yeah in strange days which i know we've met, mentioned a few times this <laughs> Love that but movie. like yeah what are the reasons at the end like where the crowd in Times square presumably i know it's new year's eve or something um yeah, yeah they fucking swarm the police is because yeah they're right because they don't have guns i don't think yeah. i don't think those they're just like riot cops or whatever and they're beating on uh one of the main characters um and yeah, then the crowd swarms them. But yeah, they're probably less likely to do that if they've got guns in their faces. Yeah, well, like that's why we saw like you know the effectiveness of of a lot of the protests last year was that they were because the people were organized, or at least if they weren't organized, um, somebody I was listening to was it Aaron Thorpe on Trailblazers, and he was talking about being in Georgia, in Georgia, in Atlanta, and he was saying like. He was out and he was out past curfew because they had like a curfew during the yeah. protest. Yeah. And like people like looking like whatever it was, curfew was like 8 p.m. And looking around at other people and realizing that they were out past curfew was like, right, we're all in this fucking shit together now. Yeah. Because we're all out here. So, you know, whatever happens is going to happen. Like, at least I'm not on my own. Yeah. And you can kind of, you have this like, fucking solidarity. But, uh, you know, once they were organized and they could have like defenses or had shields and, you know, the idea of being able to throw the fucking tear gas can. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that, you know, the cops can't just, like, oh, won't or are not likely to just, you know, open yeah. fire with lethality. Yeah, it's very like, good when it's like shit. a fucking crowd of 100 people as opposed to, yeah, just a few yeah. people, one or two. Yeah. So, yeah, it's they're, that they're, kind of weight yeah. numbers. They're not going to do, like, Kent, Ohio, like, <laughs> yeah. Or Bloody Sunday. Yeah, yeah or Bloody yeah. Sunday, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Even though there's there's photographs of all that shit and video. Of, of course. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But I suppose I don't know. Someone lose your fucking job. And of course that's the only thing that fucking matters. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I just I was thinking about this thing earlier and I want to mention it, which is um I was I was out a couple of a couple of months ago now and I was talking to somebody and like I think like the third thing that I told him was that I was a communist. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's my new thing that I just say now to people. It's just like we we're it. talking about something. I think we were talking about like COVID and whatever. And my next two was like, Yeah, yeah. This as dry runs for climate collapse go, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it was like kind of this guy kinda of looked at me, he's like, Oh yeah, I'm a communist, so I know this shit is full. <laughs> I was like, There's no way under this system that like we can survive. Because I realized that part of I think part of the reason why I, why politics has changed so much is that I have become a bit of a doomer. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's just like, well, you know, I've realized that this system is like can't fix, can't be, will not self-correct. So yeah, it's just exactly. like, yeah. all you can do is advocate for, you know, a better system. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, in fairness, it was, it was only like two weeks ago the IPC report came, IPCC report came out, and already it's like completely forgotten about. It's fucking, yeah, yeah. At least last time people were talking about it for a couple of weeks afterwards. Yeah, because yeah, I think out. when that when that came out here in Germany, um, the Greens had a huge fucking boost. It might not have been completely yeah, to do with that, that, but then uh, but then when that sort of yeah that died down, and then yeah because the Greens were then in the lead in the polls, uh, then there was a lot more scrutiny, and so they sort of character assassinated uh, the uh, the main candidate, and yeah. so they fucking <laughs> they went down straight down again. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, because they they've been running extremely focused as you would be, you'd hope, yeah, on, you'd hope. Uh, on the climate. Um, but uh, that's how yeah, we it ended still up hasn't. It's, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we, that maybe we'll make that the last topic, uh, which is the upcoming uh, Bundes election. That's right, yeah, got? federal election. Yeah, we got a couple in Germany as well. I did the Valomat thing, which is the. Uh, Valomat, yeah, if you go online, I'll put a link in the description uh, when we do this. And like you answer like 30, no, I don't know how many questions it is. It might be 30 questions. Um, and you see which party lines up with yours. I, you know, I would vote Die Linke. I voted yeah. Die Linke in previous elections because I uh, allowed vote in uh, like local elections, uh, just as I think EU citizens yeah, can EU as well. Yeah, yeah so uh, and European elections. But uh, yeah, I was thinking I would get Die Linke, but instead I got Bergpartei. It's just like <laughs> Bergpartei, Bergpartei, Die Überpartei, right? <laughs> Sounds like an awesome party. <laughs> yeah. it's, you know what it's known for? It's most known, well known for holding a vegetable battle between two fucking districts <laughs> in Berlin. <laughs> two oh, rival man. districts. I don't know which, it was known as Wasserschlacht. <laughs> and I don't know what the actual two fucking uh, we districts were. I, I wish know. we had lists. Fuck me. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's fucking awesome. Like, and uh, yeah, they're an anarchist Dadaist party, which is like, oh, I, I, I didn't even know that. you could have a Dadaist. But they, of course, they you can still... have a Dadaist party. That's fucking yeah. deadly. Yeah, and it was actually it was founded on the first of April as well, ten years ago. Oh, oh it's the tenth, tenth anniversary is this year. But yeah, two uh, like uh, grassroots squatter parties existed, and they melted them together in 2011. Cool. Um, so they kind of already began, but they put up fucking posters and shit. And I, I made a note of some of the ones that I saw. There was one that was ads annoy everyone. 
Uh, their main slogan is Klein aber langsam, which is small but slow. <laughs> That's my one. Everyday That's sabotage cute. day. Everyday sabotage day is one that I'd get on a t-shirt. I'd fucking, oh, yeah. Or I'd That's get on a flag. I'd wave that or write that one down. Everyday mm-hmm. sabotage day. Uh, eat the rich, not animal cadavers or animal, you know, flesh. Uh, and yeah, fuck your major projects and uh, <laughs> toughen the laws of nature. Um, oh, wow. So yeah, so I really like them. But uh, yeah, so I'll put a link in the description. See, see who you would vote for, dear listener. Yeah, um, absolutely. Based on yeah, but uh, yeah, so because yeah, as you say, with the list system, um, like there's a like an oversight constitutional group that like you know um, decides if a party that's applying to run. <laughs> CIA. It's kind of like that, though, because there were protests when they, they denied uh, the Communist Party, uh, the DKP, which never gets gets like 100 votes nationwide or, you know, maybe a thousand. But like when they were refused um, and the reason given was because they hadn't got their papers in, which it sounds like it would be accurate. But uh, there were fucking protests and shit. And so they put them back on. But the thing is, right, is that there's these other parties that have been allowed to run. There's like 47 parties in total, Jesus. Um, 40 that are like actual, they're running in, you know, at least one state and they're running as a party. But then there's like seven who are only running the direct candidates because um, there's two. Everyone gets two votes, essentially. It's like there's one that's for your local constituency, like Berlin or whatever, and you'll vote for a particular candidate. And then there's the the list one, which is where you vote for whatever party you want. And that's. That's one constituency, basically. It's just the country, the whole country. And then, you know, proportionally, it's sort of topped up like that um, in the actual Bundestag, the actual parliament. Um, Yeah, so as well as those 47, the parties in the list, there's another 196 actual individuals running in as independents in the various constituencies. But anyway, yeah, what I was going to say was the constitutional guys, even though that in the past, like the National Party of Germany, who are the Nazis, they're just they're yes. just the Nazis. They hadn't been allowed before, and I think they were um, whatever it is by the Supreme Court defined as like unconstitutional, you know, illegal yes. organization, or kind of a, yeah. a legal organization, but not allowed, you know, partake in. Yeah, yeah, it's in, it's, but, in, it's in the basic law, yeah. Yeah, you, but they're but, can't but, but they're fucking but they're fucking allowed. They're allowed, oh. and so. The Dritte, Dritte Weg as well, D, is it D? Third way, yeah. yeah. Whatever, the third path. Yeah, they're they're absolutely Nazis as well. And they're yeah. they're allowed run. And Jesus. yeah, so it's fucking, it's weird. There's a whole, obviously, I mean, you'd hope they wouldn't have a chance, but you don't know. Um, obviously, it's, there's the Communist Party and the Marxist-Leninist Party and stuff, but there's a few in here where I was like, hey, they're, they're letting these guys out. There's another one, I tweeted this as well, but there's a party for what are known as, they're the free thinkers or Querdenken in German. Oh, and these great. are the guys who are anti all lockdown stuff and don't believe oh, in. Okay. Yeah. But their party name is, oh, actually the official name, I'll dig that one up, but the short form of the name, and has a longer name than this, but is Die Basis, which means the base. Oh, and like Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda means Al-Qaeda the, base. the base. And yeah. there's the, the far right group far in right America is, yeah, is the base as well. as well. And so it's like, it's fucking hell, man. I know. So they like, are what's, CIA. what's in a name? Yeah, fucking A, man. But um, <laughs> I hope they don't get any votes. They're, they're fucking yeah. kooks and crazy. Well, but, um, I suppose, yeah, could that cause attrition from of votes from AFD? 
Oh yeah, for sure. Like, because if you look at the the, it's still a few weeks out. Like, so things can yeah. change, but at the same time, this is kind of known as oh fuck, I've forgotten the actual term for. But it's the like crucial period in yes. elections. Like, not much change. Like, loads can change in between. Whatever. Yeah, but nobody's but paying at attention. Point, to that. At this point, like it tends to like solidify you know that way um so there might be a few changes here and there but you, you barring like something crazy happening which is why in america it's called the october surprise right because yeah. there always seems to be something fucking crazy that happens but in but it's less common in you know our countries yeah, yeah. <laughs> in ireland in britain and germany but yeah so right now it looks like the SPD will, uh, the Social Democrats will be the kind of largest party. And so it's yeah. the question is who they'll go into government with. But what is interesting is given the CDU is kind of falling in popularity, um, yes. and there are specific reasons for that. Obviously, Merkel's going, and um, the guy yeah. who is their candidate, Armin Laschet, just seems like fucking like, twat. He's <laughs> such a tool. I will get into I'll talk about him a bit more another time, but. Um, actually, Schultz, the guy who's the candidate for the SPD, like, is a fucking asshole as well. Antifa Essen does a whole takedown of him, but like he, but unlike Laschet, Schultz is actually really popular with the general mm. public, because you know, presumably because they, I don't know, I was going to say they don't know him that well, but he's been minister for finance for God knows how long, so they should know. Him. But um, <laughs> but anyway, like the AfD, of you'd, mm. you'd expect the AfD to be doing really well because yeah. they're they are the main opposition party right now in the Bundestag. They have been for like four years. And like, but no, they've, they've just, they're sort of collapsing and the Greens are kind of doing a bit better. You'd think Die Linke would be doing better, but they're doing pretty terrible. So it's a really strange situation. Yeah. Die Linke, even though they're doing worse than they've done in fucking ages, actually might end up in the government because obviously if the SPD wins, then it's a question of who they'll go yeah, into the government go with. The CDU, which seems a bit yeah. stupid. It does, yeah. And they said they wouldn't last time, but uh, obviously uh, once, once everything, the chips fell, uh, yeah. they did. Like with, who was it who was leader of the Greens when the Greens first went in with Fianna Fáil in Ireland? It was oh, like, uh, it was a Trevor Sargent. And he had said he wouldn't go into government with them, so... When they did, he left, but yeah, like, it still happened. You know, like, it, still it, was happened exactly, yeah. it was exactly the same in Germany, where I, I can't remember who it was. Schultz, Martin Schultz, had said exactly the same thing with the SPD. So when he fell on his sword, but yeah, they stand up. So we've had them in government for however long it is now, 10, 10 15 years. Um, but this time, yeah, the, the CDU looks a bit shitter, definitely. Yeah, yeah, Groco, Groco, the Grand Coalition. <laughs> But uh, okay. but the funny thing is that like the red the in Berlin we have like the SPD and the Greens and uh, Die Linke or it's called a rote rote green or red red green like coalition and that yeah. works reasonably well as well as like these kind of reformist you know kind of electoral politics kind of stuff can but you know it works pretty well you know keeping um, fascists at work, bay fascists yeah. yeah yeah exactly. Um, and so that, I guess, in a really shitty situation, you know, is the best possible result. But the funny thing is that, like, the Greens candidate, who was doing really well until people, you know, dug into her past and found that she'd, you know, done plagiarism and all kinds of oh. shit like that. Oh, yeah, she said, she said, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
But she Who was, gives uh, a fuck? You know, she gave out she gave out to Dilinka because she said, Oh, they're not even willing to support the Bundeswehr in supporting in rescuing German oh, nationals local Afghans. Whereas yeah, the SPD guy who I said is a shit and yeah. Uh, but he was at least smart enough to be like, oh, no, I'm not going to rule out, you know, an alliance with D-Link and all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah. but I mean, he did say that they must be committed to NATO, which is that's kind of the sticking point, because one of D-Link's big things is like basically ending the uh, the arms export industry, because obviously like a fucking Erdogan uses German weapons to like suppress yeah. people in Turkey. And, you know, this is a, it's a common theme, you know, that way. And also. You know, German forces in Afghanistan, German missions everywhere. Dilinka is like fully opposed to that, rightly so. But um, but it'll be interesting to see. There's always, you know, fucking we know from Ireland, there's always like uh, coalition negotiations and shit. And yeah, if you could get something good in other areas like treatment of refugees or healthcare or you know some kind of you know, yeah. building up the welfare state or you know things like that, then you can imagine that they'd be like, oh, all right, then you can keep selling arms to the Saudis or whatever, but yeah. Or even like even like a commitment to like no you know no more foreign interventions. Like yeah, usually yeah. like just like sure, no. Yeah. It's like the second you guys say that you're gonna go in somewhere, we're just gonna Yeah, we go up. out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it could be something like that where it's a kind of supply kind yeah. of thing. Like we'll vote for all the budgets, which is yeah, because yeah, we haven't well, on foreign policy, policy we're not gonna ideologically vote for it. Yeah. Because that's how um I think the Danish or is it Oh, fuck. Yeah, there's one that's just collapsed. It might be, it's a Scandinavian country, Sweden or Denmark, I think. I think Sweden's where, uh, yeah, the, collapsed, yeah. The leftist one, yeah, it might be that one then. It might be Sweden where the left weren't in the government, but they were voting on budgets and stuff. But then the government, which is social democratic, um, along with some other coalition partners, uh, hiked the rents or ended the, like, you know, I think they had an embargo or moratorium on rents and stuff. And then so yeah, the D-Linka pulled the plug basically. So or not D-Linka, but you know the equivalent, the yeah. le- the left. The country. <laughs> so yeah, there's loads, loads of stuff that can happen. Um, yeah. There's loads it's, of crazy bastards uh, running, but they see, won't win. Yeah. So yeah. it's crazy to see the things that will and won't like pull down a fucking uh, coalition government. Like, oh yeah, yeah for sure. We Sometimes the smallest stupid. fucking thing, and then yeah. you have these wars and like. Just yeah. insane, like it's uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's just like oh, you know, the fucking Strata breaks the camel's back is always yeah. the thing you never, like you said, October surprise kind of thing. It's yeah. the thing you never fucking expect. Yeah, um, that's because electoral politics are fucking nuts. It's a circus. It's a circus. But even the thing with uh, like as much as obviously he's a neoliberal shit and real conservative type, uh, which I know that sounds like a contradiction, but we'll get to that in another episode, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, Armin Laschet, the thing that's brought him down, it's not any of the ideological stuff. It's not in point of principle or, you know, yeah. policies or anything like that. It's just because he was caught on camera laughing when he went to uh, to visit the flood victims in the south. <laughs> country. That was it. That, that fucking tanked his, uh, uh, yeah, like 12% of people want him to be like chancellor now whereas it's like 40 something percent for schultz who's like the lead one and like with your one as well the play like who gives a fuck if she plagiarized her thesis i don't care you don't care do any of you care nine 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 exactly i I, I firmly believe that she she did the smart she didn't work hard she worked smart yeah yeah (laughs) 
Like running a country is not like doing your fucking postdoc or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I, I, I have a colleague at work who is like, who's ambivalent about cheating in tests. And she's just like, I think they're still learning. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm like, you're, and I was like, yeah, yeah. Actually, you're right. They are because they're lear- like, they are, they're, like they don't know it and they're under pressure so if they look at someone else's they might actually you know just yeah. learn it in that moment which they you know, wouldn't know. Like, but, but they, yeah. whatever the thing whatever the stupid arbitrary thing that they're doing is like learning how to spell cat or whatever who cares if they copy it off the person next to them because you know it's stupid and arbitrary at least, at least, with, that, at least with that particular type of cheating there's an element of risk involved right so yeah. there's a risk reward right so if you like really want to be guaranteed get an eight then you learn the stuff right yeah. but if you're cheating it's like oh well you didn't put in the effort of learning it's like ah but you're also copying off the person next to you and assuming uh, that yes. they know like, yeah, so yeah. you're kind of hitching your wagon to like an appetite whereas the kind of cheating right. where you just bring in the notes or whatever that's yeah that's just yeah yeah, that's <laughs> yeah yeah never works anyway uh, see, but, uh, see, well that's the problem with meritocracy right there <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, who cares a shit about these arbitrary tests? But I do, I, I like the gumption of a kid who's like, you know what, I didn't learn this, I spent all the time, I, I, I was playing Roblox, fuck that shit. And, you know, I'm just going to take... Like, you know that, that meritocracy was coined as a satirical term, right? Yes. In, yes, in the book The Rise of the Meritocracy by a, yes. a labor, labor figure, Michael Young. It's just like, fucking hell, man, I can't believe the stuff that sticks. It's like pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, which is physically oh, impossible. Yeah, yeah that's why. That's what it means. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, and the thing you said about like, uh, oh, a few bad apples. It's like you said, like, yes, finish the rest of that scene. And the rest is spoils the barrel. You fucking idiot! And what do few bad apples do? Yeah. What does forty years of a few bad apples do? Fucking destroys the orchard, salts the earth. Yeah, that's so fucking stupid. Oh, it's geez. like if it's like if in fifty years or a hundred years people are saying huh, too many cooks because they think that that means that that makes sense. Oh yeah, really yeah, everything's really good. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> mm, all this salt water. Too many cooks. This salt is great. <laughs> oh, too many cooks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, delicious acid oh. rain having this weather. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I can just I can just imagine it. Yeah, too many cooks. Oh. Fuck. No. Oh. So lots yeah, to look forward to. Or the people. Yeah. Thing, I don't know. I don't know if we'll have time for it this one, but I'm sure that this will roll on, because um, it it it's one of those things that always comes back. And you mentioned it, and then I kind of looked it up. I was like, I can't believe that people are trying to spin this shit again. But um, yeah, the European military. Oh, pro- oh the European army. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we'll get to it another time, but because it's basically timeless. Every fucking yeah. few years, they. Uh, they try to like they it's like they what do they call that when you sort of like test the waters or something where you're just like let's throw this thing out there hmm no everyone oh, still yeah, fucking yeah. hates it okay <laughs> we'll put it back in the and then a few, it's like somebody in germany like i you mentioned the minister whoever was the yeah, also there's the another person i think uh who was writing for uh dave a who was like Mm, with the fall of Afghanistan, shouldn't we be looking at a European? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know how the fuck 
Afghanistan after this wonderful success of military oh, intervention what we, you know what we really need more military, more military intervention. intervention yeah it's like all the British idiots who were like oh you know we need to you know if the Americans aren't going to do it we need to go we need to do it it's like you guys pulled out in 2016 <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about yeah, the Respect. Americans were just the last to pull out. Like there was a whole like dominoes or domino effect, like of just people pulling out. And yeah, the Brits had Helmand Province, they had the whole of that place, and that was widely regarded as a complete fucking shitstorm. <laughs> like you know, absolute disaster. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. It was fantastic. Uh, yeah. Well, we should we should leave it there for this week. Yeah. It's good. It's good to be back. Yeah, we will. I definitely want to. Yeah, definitely, we'll talk more about that because that's one of the most hilarious examples of like the elites <laughs> and stuff, and you know, fascistic people yeah. trying to like just ride we'll, roughshod over public opinion because every country in Europe oh, is just yeah. like, nope, nope, nope. Absolutely. Oh yeah, one, one of the things was like, yeah, and, and maybe the deployment could be, you know, you wouldn't need uh, unanimity amongst the member states to do this. You're like, ah. Uh... <laughs> Oh man, you won't even get a that fucking flare out of the States. <laughs> like even uh, the ones uh, and it'll it'll be like the really fucking crazy ones as well. It'll be like it'll be all the tax havens who'll just be like like Ireland and Malta and shit. Just, and just, like, <laughs> just, just be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just funnel all your arms through us. It's great. It's all good. Awesome. Which is which is what it's all about. It's like, will nobody think of the arms industry? Somebody <laughs> 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 think of the arms industry, please. We've got to sell these arms somewhere. Yeah, or at oh. least bring them somewhere and leave them there after paying oh, for them. Oh. Oh. oh, man. That's so fucking weird. I had no idea this was going on. Fucking yeah. German defense minister pushing for a coalition of the willing. Oh, like, Jesus. That shit again. It's like, and Merkel was saying a European army can be a good supplement to NATO. It's like... NATO doesn't need a supplement. NATO doesn't need a NATO. Like, <laughs> NATO can just sit there at this point and just be like, hey, America, you're going to do a thing? Because honestly, we're fucking just not. We're not going to do anything. So uh, it's extraordinary. Uh, anyway, yeah, fantastic. Uh, fantastic, yeah. Um, cool. What a waste so, of resources. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. This thing, you're like, wait, why do we still have NATO? Like, there's no Soviet Union, so why do yeah. we still have a NATO? Yeah, although they're trying to like, you know, obviously the Americans are trying to do this like new Cold War shit with China, oh, yeah. and China's just not up for it. China's just, just like, like the, it's just that the old Cold War never ended, you know? Like they still wander around. Like when they want to depict Russia, they still throw up like hammers and sickles, and they still like paint. Russia's this big boogeyman and, you know, obviously enlarging NATO, which I think the United States promised that they wouldn't. That was one of the, the things in 1990 or 91 where it was like, oh, yeah, we'll, you know, sphere of influence and all that kind of shit. And then it was just like, OK, so all of you former Soviet states, do you want to join NATO? Yeah. And uh, yeah, then Ukraine was the last straw, I guess, yeah. in that. Because, um, yeah, all of those fucking missiles and everything, they're not aimed at like Iran or... No, you know, the American missiles, they're not aimed at Iran or fucking North Korea. Yeah, but that's because that's still a, you know, a nominally communist country. But like, yeah, they're still aimed at Russia and China. 
And uh, yeah. yeah, the fucking China thing. Yeah, China is just not having any of this because it never really yeah. was part of the Cold War in the first place. It was always more to do with Russophobia yes. and like fear of them. You know, China went communist and America went, oh, Jesus, fucking China. But seriously, though, fucking Russia. <laughs> like, yeah, they're the yeah. real enemy. And even when yeah, it ends, it's still just kind of like, or, yeah, the Soviet Union collapses. It's still kept I do, I do like the fact that they're... Yeah. they're, they're they're trying to do the whole like one-sided uh, Cold War thing, which worked, you know, with the Soviet Union, yeah. which is just like it's the end of, you know, the end of the Second World War. They were like, okay, we'll just set off, we'll just, you know, vaporize a bunch of people in Japan to scare the Soviets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And we're gonna have this fucking, we're gonna have this fucking war. Yeah, keep uh, out of, keep out of Japan. Different. That's our turf. That's yeah, our... yeah. Wow. yeah. Everything on this side of the line. <laughs> And yeah, because uh, I've been I've been doing a lot of stuff, and it's just like the absolute propaganda that's that's fed to us from such an early age about the origins of the Cold War. It's just like oh, yeah, so yeah. insane. Especially it's like especially in America, though. I feel like in yeah. Europe we have at least there's at least kind of the argument. You know, yes. you're kind of like oh, was it necessary? Was it not necessary? You know, was you know we don't really hear too much about the yeah the Soviet side of the Cold War. Admittedly, we still yeah. kind of get that like Western because obviously we're Westerners, um, yeah. view of it, but it's still a little bit less jaundiced than the United States. I think this is mad whenever I hear anyone think saying that, you know, the dropping of the atomic bomb was either necessary or justified, because <laughs> two, no. two different arguments, but, like, both of them, <laughs> like, the answer no. should be really fucking clear. Like, yeah. the necessary one might be convincing when you're, like, a child or a primary school, secondary school, and then when you find of do the research and stuff, you're like, oh, right, shit, even that just wasn't yeah. true like everyone knew the japanese were you know days if not yeah, yeah. hours from surrendering cool so this has been this has been a podcast Yay. and uh we'll be back again uh shortly uh hopefully uh soon cool and if you want to get in touch with us you can always find us on twitter seb's uh got the oh. control of that and <laughs> uh you can email us i staged a coup Yes, he did. Yeah. He pulled he pulled the starlet. He poisoned me. Yeah. <laughs> and hit the letter very that said, very just just don't, let, yeah. don't let Sam oh, be in charge of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do. <laughs> Whatever you do, let Seb be in charge of the podcast. You have you heard him, everybody. <laughs> you're just you're just moving his mouth. <laughs> we can we can all see you. <laughs> Your man's moving too when you when he's talking. No, no, no. I'm just breathing really heavily. That's I'm, did, did, did I'm whistling. Always have a Georgian accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh fucking yeah. Uh, Stalin back. Stalin back. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from beating the Nazis, Stalin back. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Soviet, good. Stalabad. Stalabad. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it's, a, it's a hair you have to split. Um, thread the needle. Thread, thread the needle. needle. Yes. Um, cool. So, yeah, yeah, you can find us on Twitter, uh, creating Santifa. Uh, you can email us, creating Santifa at gmail.com. And, yeah, um, we're going to try and do hopefully more often yeah just a little bit tiny just bit a little, more often yeah tiny bit more often uh, uh put some out and you know yeah might see what happens uh cool so uh stop and